0: Hey, it's Lacey, and today on our podcast, we're going to be talking about self sufficient ways to reduce our waste and why that's an important element that everybody should try. Join Drew and I as we discuss how our family does our best to eliminate waste products and just be better at reusing.
1: Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse
0: totally we're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling homesteading natural health care plant medicines natural childbirth healthy eating meditation creative endeavors overall self-sufficiency for the whole family
1: oh and don't forget self-development and spirituality
0: oh of course key players
1: we hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't try things that could make your life better and mostly we want
0: to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too Hey, so it's Lacey and Drew here. We are talking today about zero waste options that our family has adopted. We get a lot of questions from our friends and family and you listeners about what it is that we do to reduce our waste in our home and how to best kind of eliminate some of those things. And we've been doing it for many years and gotten better and better with time. And of course, there's still room to grow. But we're excited to share some of our favorite ways to eliminate waste in our home by just mainly reusing. Drew's here and he can weigh in on on how he feels about all those things. So
1: I think it's been a tough one over the years but now we've got it pretty streamlined where most of the time we don't even really think about it. It's kind of funny because we have like one roll of paper towels under the sink and that's about it. It's, it's the
0: for, hidden stash. Yeah
1: it's the hidden stash for something that you just absolutely don't want to use a napkin or cloth product. Usually for.
0: blood is involved. Right. Maybe vomiting.
1: Yeah and that's about it. <laughs> but yeah I think like starting with napkins that's been Like, just kind of a a simple one that everybody can do.
0: And it really almost feels luxurious, I think. You upgrade your napkins.
1: Yeah. I I think the biggest, like, thing for, like, a a big family is, like, you don't have to have fancy napkins at every meal. You know, like, fancy cloth napkins. Mm -hmm. They can be kind of, I don't know. Shabby. Shabby, yeah.
0: (laughs) Somebody did ask me, several people have asked me, how do you keep them unstained? And the truth is, they're stained. Yeah. (laughs) But that doesn't mean they don't do the job. They're clean, stained, totally fine. They have a history of... What they've been used for on them,
1: and we have ones that like we bring out for like Friday night meals that you know mm-hmm. are nicer, and the kids know those are the nice ones, and you just use those then. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I will say a few tips on those though, in terms of building a stash of napkins that's sufficient for our family. Uh, we probably have about 50 napkins. Uh, they just go in with load every time anybody does a load of laundry. They have to add a few of the from the pile, and they get folded. They get put put back so we just have this kind of we have a drawer of napkins it's dedicated just to that cotton is for sure the best option so just only get cotton napkins you don't want them blended with anything you definitely don't want polyester napkins they don't absorb a thing you really just want straight up cotton napkins and you can find them pretty easily at thrift stores you could make them if you're super handy i mean just sewing a square of cotton fabric. have you made your own no you know i never have that's kind of crazy i yeah i find them at thrift stores too often right yeah <laughs> (laughs) Because people buy them for fancy meals and they only work the one time and then they get rid of them. So I found a lot. Yeah. actually I've gotten them on clearance at Target I've gotten them on Amazon so yeah we've we've just built up our stash over the years in a variety of different ways so yeah that, okay. that's easy actually even the that's Dollar it. Tree I think sometimes has cotton fabric that you can use for napkins
1: so. yeah so that's an easy one I think easy um, start
0: there if you haven't done that yet you yeah do cloth nap
1: I would say the next one I think is the grocery bags that's not even on our list but I oh, feel like didn't
0: put grocery bags I feel like then.
1: that's an easy one to also do I've seen mm-hmm. them like made out of old t-shirts which I guess like
0: I did try that and it you were telling me I they, didn't feel like it was this, they were too stretchy. Yeah. But there might be a better pattern.
1: Yeah. Or even I guess like worst case paper bags, but really mm-hmm. you can make your own out of different materials. We mm-hmm. have a lot of those. What are the ones that you really like? Chico it? bags. Chico's. Chico. Chico yeah. are
0: my favorite because I, I just keep them in my purse all the time. So, you know, we empty the groceries out, I stick them back in my purse. It's a pretty good system.
1: It's I have to admit, that's a system that's tough for me as a guy because I don't have a purse. <laughs> and, like, loading up my pockets with a bunch of Chico bags looks ridiculous. So, trying to get better on that one. I, I don't know exactly what the solution is yet.
0: <laughs> you need a man purse.
1: Right, a man <laughs> purse. That's
0: it. <laughs> They're totally in now, so I think you could do it. So, yeah, those bags are my favorite, and I have had probably we have about six of them. And they hold a lot more groceries than regular grocery bags do, and, I mean, I just keep kicking so yeah it's been uh, eliminate a lot of plastic bags from our life the next on our list is actually diapers which we're kind of out of this phase now but it was one of my favorite ways to eliminate waste it was to cloth diaper so we had our favorite version of cloth diapers that made it really really easy we had some bump genius wrap covers and then inserts so you can you can even get disposable inserts and one of the things that i love doing when we were traveling or that just made it a lot easier was to use these outer layer covers with the insert that could be tossed and that's just way less waste those inserts are usually biodegradable and maybe even made from bamboo in some cases so that was really handy but then we also had the pre-folds which are just the regular old standard you would have used them probably when you were a kid kind of cloth folding things that we would stick in these covers and the covers are super cute cloth diapering can be really fun
1: it was the toughest one for me because it, it was absolutely disgusting to me to be spraying the poop out of a cloth diaper. When we went to the inserts, that was way better. That was way better. I mean, because by the time you got the, to not to get too graphic, but you got the solids out, put them, you know, away, and then you could just rinse the rest of the cloth diaper and it wasn't so bad. So. Some I, of us
0: have... Um... Yeah,
1: some of us have different thresholds than others. Mm-hmm. That's that's one where I, I had, had some <laughs> trouble.
0: Which actually brings me to toilet paper because i i actually was buying for something they call family cloth a long time ago and these days this is where i had to put my foot down he definitely put his foot down pretty pretty hard hard and strong but this time right now that we're going through where toilet paper was sort of a hot commodity i'm like we should have had a family cloth
1: we compromised and got a bidet <laughs>
0: <laughs> so family cloth is something you would only use with urine he would never use it you have a bet a bag a wet bag you throw your used cloth i mean it's just like a washcloth basically that the girls mainly are the only ones who even need to use if you're using it for poo which most people recommend not doing then you would throw it in there too and just but gross that is I, I would draw the line there i think That's like a,
1: that's a more of a hippie than either one of us are. Yeah. That's like an ultimate.
0: If it comes to that, that we will do it. But so far we don't, we have, we've got toilet paper. Yeah. (laughs) So, but the bidet does help because it does, you know, cleans you you up a bit. I
1: have mixed feelings about the bidet. I know it does, it does help reduce the amount of toilet paper that's used, but it uses a lot more water, which is, Mm. you know, like in a city environment where the water source is kind of finite. That's Mm. I kind of have an issue with that. We're on septic and our water is being returned into our property, which I'm kind of more okay with. I know some of you might still have issues with that. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like the bidet does cut down on paper waste and ultimately like there's a lot of water that's used to create paper also. Mm -hmm. So we need to do a study and see. I'd be interested to see which is which is more environmentally friendly Mm -hmm. on those two.
0: So moving on to pads, because women, you know, we have other sanitation products that we need
1: to use. Menstrual pads.
0: Menstrual pads, right. So this is something that I, years back, I've used a lot of different things. I've used a cup, I've used, you know, organic tampons and pads. And by far my favorite is my cloth pad collection. I use them every month. I have a bag, they go in when they're dirty. I take the bag and wash all of them after I'm done with my cycle and just reuse them again next month. They're super comfortable, super absorbent. I go through fewer pads when I use the cloth pads versus if I use disposable. So I feel real good about that. There are some organic cotton options out there and I definitely recommend that if you're gonna use disposable, go for those guys because there is some really serious toxins and bleaches and things like that in you know the, uh, the brands that you can get at most stores and you don't wanna hold that on your, your lady parts all day long. <laughs> so i i would recommend cloth for sure there are some great patterns that make it really easy for you to sew your own too if you want but but yeah i love my i love my cloth pads i think they're great
1: oh so the next one on the list this is a fun one is our washcloths and scrubbies
0: scrubbers Mm, in the sink sink, yeah yeah.
1: so i mean again it's just using a washcloth like a
0: so this would be like an alternative to sponges really right you can go through a lot of sponges in a house
1: and sponges hold a lot of bacteria and other things on them yeah. they come pretty gross so we have like i'm trying to think of our breakdown we have like a a scrubbing brush that's like a bamboo bristles
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you know you can just wash that off and that gets rid of
0: we run it through the dishwasher yeah we run
1: it through the dishwasher mm-hmm. then we have just washcloths which i mean you guys know what that is and then we have, our my new favorite is the loofah scrubbers that we grew, Lacey mm-hmm. grew them. And those are super easy to use and you can they're them. They're super
0: scrubby. They're so they're, scrubby. Yeah,
1: I, I was a little skeptical and at first it was like, it was super stiff and I was like, this is never going to scrub out a pot, mm-hmm. but they get softer when they get wet. And they work like a Brillo pad and you're Mm -hmm. not using like steel wool or any chemicals or anything like that. You know, Mm -hmm. they're friendly for any kind of pot and pan, I think. I I can't think of what they would hurt. I think
0: they're safe on on even nonstick, which we try not to use, but in case you do, that would a safe option and then we also have these scraper things they're little squares you probably know what I'm talking about with one rounded edge and I don't know how to clean a pot or a pan or anything really for that matter without that thing that thing is like
1: is that a um, pampered chef thing that's
0: pampered chef I think I've seen other brands but I actually just ordered three more of them because we use that thing and sometimes it gets lost and I start to panic
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did too, but it, it turns up. It, it always
0: does. It's big yeah. enough
1: to not go down the sink drain,
0: right? I, I but I decided that it would be good to have a few extras just in case. They're like a dollar a piece or something. So yeah.
1: And the loofah, like my one of my favorite parts. Going back to that real quick is that when it is like expired and it's not worth working anymore, you just throw it in the compost mm, and you're done. Totally, yeah, and you just grow more of those in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You know there are but,
0: actually a lot more now, like hemp products and things for the sink that would be a similar. have a similar function but growing your own loofah is pretty satisfying
1: that is so
0: totally grow your own loofah okay so wipes and and paper towels a lot of super absorbent cloths that we use to wipe down our counters um, microfiber and they work really well and actually you know my favorites i may not even be microfiber i should look at what the content is in them they're just super absorbent and I think the ones that I love the most, actually, are cleaners just left behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they work wonderful for the countertops and, the, and again, super absorbent. And, and I, I haven't needed a wash or even thought to need a paper towel except for the few occasions where somebody's, like, bleeding or something along those lines. So, yeah.
1: But, yeah, I mean, that's all we used to wipe our countertops down mm-hmm. with. And that with a little bit of non-toxic clean air that usually we make ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in another episode, but I mean, mm. it's real simple. Yeah. Um, everything gets reused, put in the washing machine and back out into its appropriate place. And I think that is important though, is having a system of where your washcloths, your napkins, your towels, like keeping them all separated. Cause for a while we had, the kids were kind of uh, getting lax on that and it, it gets a little more difficult to find Exactly, which one you want to do?
0: Yeah, but we actually have a drawer for our hand towels, a drawer for our washcloths, and a drawer for our napkins, all right in a row. So it works out pretty well for us. But before that, we had just it separated in a, an area of the pantry, and again, it just worked really good. And I know people have like a rag bag or something, and you can just keep all your rags in that and just do one load at a time, or we'll just toss in a load several with with whatever load of laundry we're doing. It works out well. And then one other thing I want to talk about was dryer balls, which we actually did a, a workshop with this with our wool from our sheep we we sent out boxes it's something i think we still have some boxes left so if you're interested in doing that you can totally do one of our our dry ball workshop and you just make these dryer balls and it's such a simple way to eliminate the dryer sheets or laundry softener even because dryer balls when they're in the dryer actually soften your clothes and reduce static and help the dryer actually dry faster because it moves whatever's in there around a little bit more and gets air kind of more well circulated and um, we love those guys.
1: Yeah, I love them. I love that they come from our sheep, from our mm-hmm. wool and That's again it's cool. a kind of another one of those products that you're growing yourself which you know is super cool. You're not doing any environmental harm as far as shipping, containers, all mm-hmm. of that. It really cuts down a lot of waste.
0: And of course if you guys buy our Workshop, then it helps our farm, so right. that's good, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and then lastly, one of the ways that we reduce and reuse a ton, and I forget sometimes how much this eliminates from our waste, but we remake our cleaners all the time. So we have glass containers for our laundry soap, for our window spray, for our counter spray, for our room sprays. You know, any cleaner that we have, we have a glass bottle, and I have had the same glass bottles now seven years plus. So we just reuse those, you know, they're empty. We refill them and, and they work great. And we don't need to go to the grocery store for that stuff because we always have those simple ingredients at home. Generally we use, you know, little Dr. Bronner's. We use the doTERRA cleaning concentrate. We use essential oils and they are super effective cleaners and they smell good and they're non-toxic. And I don't have to worry about the chemicals flying around our house, but more than that, we really don't have a lot of waste when it comes to the cleaning products that we use.
1: That's huge. Yeah. When you think about it, I know, When I was a kid, like, we bought a new bottle Mm -hmm. of cleaner every time we needed a cleaner. And seven years' worth of bottles of cleaner, that's a lot of waste saved.
0: Yeah, a lot of waste removed. Removed, yeah. yeah. Plus glass. It just looks so fancy. Right. You feel... You feel like you're a, if you, if there are some really great plastic ones that are food grade that you can reuse as well. If your kids are cleaning your house and you're a little worried about that, but you know, we haven't had issues with this glass. It's pretty heavy duty. and It um, is. And and we have some
1: glass droppers. We
0: for sure do. So Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that about sums up the the most kind of prominent tips and tricks that we would share about reducing and reusing our waste. I hope that you're excited to try a few of these. If you have any questions about brands that we recommend or anything like that, just reach out. But overall, it's, it's a process. We didn't do this all in one night or one week even. Um, you know, we started probably napkins was the first. And then, you know, we had a baby and we did the cloth diapering with the baby and we liked it. And, you know, it's just it's kind of just move at your own pace but you know progress is the goal. So progress anyway. is
1: perfection? Is that what it is? <laughs> no,
0: it's not perfection, progress, not perfection. Um
1: and if you guys like this kind of stuff, we'd love to have you join our Facebook group at theschoolhouselife.com. It'll take you straight there. And uh you know, we'll put some in the show notes some of the other things that we talked about so that you can Check those out more, too.
0: Yeah, we have some really fun things planned coming up. More workshops and hands-on kind of activities. So. We have well,
1: we have the soap. We have a how to make our so- our non-toxic soap. Right? We have the yeah. dryer balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of things we'll we throw in We have a there.
0: salve and lotion bar making yeah. class coming up. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, lots of fun things.
1: All right. Thank you, everybody.